everyone and welcome to season two of Share the Load, brought to you by Health and Gear. The Share the Load podcast will bring you stories from Australian truck drivers and the industry. We will discuss the challenges faced by drivers and ways to feel healthier and happier on the road and at home. I'm Frank Arcego, your host, and if you've listened to season one, you will know I've been working in suicide prevention in male-dominated industries for the past 11 years. When I'm not at work, you'll often find me following my favourite sports teams and doing a little bit of basketball coaching. Today, I'll be speaking with Danielle Haig from Murrinjai Water Drilling. Danielle and her husband, Anthony, have gathered quite a following as they document their wild adventures on outback truckers, drilling for water in some of Australia's most remote locations. Not only do they tow some massive equipment down isolated and rough dirt tracks, but they do it as a family with their two young boys. Today, Danielle and I will be chatting about her experience as a female in the industry, the particular challenges and differences they face in their line of work, and explore what she does to stay mentally healthy when she's on the road in high-pressure environments. But before we begin, I want to mention that some of the topics covered in this podcast discuss mental health. If you or someone you know requires support, truck drivers and their families can contact the Health and Gear team on 1800 in gear. That's 1800 464 327 for free counselling and support 24/7. For more information, visit the episode show notes or head to www.healthandgear.com.au. Otherwise, make sure you subscribe and leave a review to let us know what you think. Now for today's interview. Hi, Danielle. Thanks for joining us today. How are things in the outback? Hi, Frank. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no, it's good. It's going great. We've had a heap of rain, so it's looking beautiful and green. Lovely to hear. Yeah, there's lots of water out there all over the place, and uh, I'm sure that's making your work interesting, um, considering uh, what you do is usually go out and try and find water. Yeah, no, certainly. It's, um, well, at the moment, we're on a break because it's the wet season up in the Northern Territory, so we stopped drilling uh, this time of the year so yeah it's, it's definitely good not to be um not to be on the road for a couple of months lovely so a little bit of downtime a bit of regrouping with the family yes yeah no certainly have been and we've just made a big move to the northern territory and relocated ourselves from uh, queensland so we have been extremely busy still <laughs> yeah big changes it'll be um yeah, it'd be nice to share a little bit about that a little bit later in the show so um so for our listeners today who may not know that much about you, Danielle, can you tell us a little bit about how you got involved in the transport industry? Uh, so my husband and I bought uh, Murrinjai Water Drilling and that takes, uh, we have two road trains where we travel all around Australia pretty much drilling water bores. So that's pretty much how we got into it. Anthony's always had been trucking and um, in the transport industry over gosh many years so he it was all normal for him but very foreign for me so prior to taking on this uh business enterprise so you would have known anthony as a truck driver 
um, and him doing his work and you would have been at home. Would that be right? Uh, yeah, so I was a nurse. So I'm a nurse by trade, so I was nursing. Um, and, yeah, Anthony was out and about with our tippers and water trucks and um, excavators and bobcats, yeah. And how was that particular lifestyle uh, at that point in time for you? Oh, great. I totally enjoyed doing what we did. weren't getting any further forward in life. So, and we kind of hit a brick wall and we wanted a change. So, yeah, that's pretty much how we ended up buying Marangai. So after making that life-changing decision, so you've, you've given up nursing and, and you've come together in a bit of a partnership and, and away you go, you've gone into this um, new business. What were some of your first experiences with the new business? It was very different lifestyle to what I have been used to. I grew up on the Gold Coast, so I was in the city um, and then living on the back of a road train in the middle of nowhere, traveling from station to station, um, you know, no phone service, no internet, you know, no shops just around the corner to go and get some bread or milk. Um, you had to be well and truly prepared and um it was a massive change. I think it took me a year really to get settled and find my feet. Um, Anthony was in his element. Uh, he loved it, um, <laughs> loves being out in the back, out back and everything. But, yeah, it definitely took a long time for me to get used to. And as you went through all that, um, did you feel like it sounds to me like stress would have been a big part of that whole process? So. How did, how did you go about handling, say, your, your general well-being at that time? Oh, it was, it was stress is an understatement. It was extremely <laughs> stressful. It was depressing. It was, um, you know, you never knew what work was coming up. Um, you know, you never knew what was happening the next day. Something could break down, um, whether you had enough money coming in to to cover everything like when something breaks it's not just you know five dollars it's like five thousand dollars um so yeah it was it was definitely something that we had to budget for and have a plan to really be able to keep going forward instead of you know one step forward two steps back (laughs) so yeah, it was definitely really hard. I, I think it was more with the planning and keeping on top of our bills and um, making sure we had work lined up. That was one thing that helped with the stress um, of owning the business. But um, you just got to work hard and not stop, really. Obviously, the financial side of things in those early days were, were tough. And, and and obviously, it's great to hear that both of you had a nice strategy. We had plans. We had, you know, we put things in place. Along that period... What did you put in place personally for yourself to handle when things were uh, a bit, uh, when things were a bit depressive, you know, when things were a bit remote, the stress was a little bit more. What little things were you working on for yourself personally? Uh, mentally, I, I did struggle there for a while because I wasn't able to talk to friends and family um, all the time. But I learned to uh, read um, because you didn't have TV. So yeah, I well not learnt to read, but <laughs> I learned to <laughs> like reading. <laughs> um, I like downloaded different podcasts and stuff when I was at in phone service. Um, I also did a lot of walking and tried to find me time because um, you know you're you're all together in this shipping container that's six by two pretty much six by four there with two 
kids or one kid in the beginning um, and your husband and your workers, you kind of were all on top of each other and you could never escape. So I learned to go outside and exercise and just go for a walk and disappear for an hour pretty much. Not too far because that can be scary out there too. But <laughs> yeah, that was my my way of, yeah. And just, just finding time for myself. Like I might go to bed a little bit earlier so I could read or, you know, just take, you know, half an hour out for myself a day, which is what I found definitely kept me going. That's wonderful. That's some really great pieces of advice, Danielle, for, for people that are out there on the road and you pull over and why not uh, spend 30 minutes to just read a book that you're enjoying to just take your mind off the pressures of the day's work. I think uh, that you've given some people there some really good tips about what they could do when they're out on the road. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent, Danielle. So what were some of the challenges that both you and Anthony faced um, with regards to your particular work that you do and the, and sort of like the, the transport industry as the, the tool that gets you around to do your job? Because your family and the way um, you do your work is quite unique because you, um, you use the transport. You've got some massive rigs that are out on the road, but most times you're not on the road. You're out on dirt roads, so you probably don't see too many people. And, uh, and it's a combination, like your rigs are also your school, your home. Uh, it's all in one place. You take it everywhere with you. But when you're out on the road moving around, uh, do, do you deal with regulations? Do you deal with different things from different states? What, what can you bring to us, to the table in that discussion? Oh, yeah, we definitely had like different permits um, for like oversize or just over length or something like that with our trailers it hasn't really been too much for us like obviously we get pulled over at the borders and that that's that's been a really big inconvenience um and checked and um licenses and that but i think anthony's copped a few fines for not filling out his logbook properly but um i've been pretty lucky um i haven't really had to, like we always make sure that we have the correct permits in place um and you know the correct size loads and um, weights and everything else um ours don't change too much um because it's the same you know maybe the size of the steel or the weight of the steel that we carry but um no we pretty much um haven't really had many troubles in that area like obviously we've had a lot of breakdowns and um accidents in the bush but yeah we haven't had to deal with many authority figures really okay interesting yeah so you you definitely move in a unique space which i think is um uh opens up a whole lot of different um as you mentioned some different situations and some different things uh that make your life a little bit easier when you're out on the road which is great so um with our uh, listeners, can you share a story today about um, uh, an event or um, something that's happened for you when you've been out in the remote area that, that you've personally had to deal with that has either made it uh, adventurous or given you great stress? <laughs> oh, I have many of those stories. <laughs> um, I've, uh, there was this one time when we were working on a station in the Northern Territory and um, we only had to go about 40Ks, but that 40Ks took us, I think it was nearly 10 hours every 
kilometre we would get bogged. Um, so I was driving one road train and one of our workers was driving the other road train. A load of them, yeah. So then he, because nobody, like, because we were so far out from the station, um, nobody was, like, they were too busy to come and help us. So, and it was really sandy country. So, yeah, every um, kilometre we had to stop, like, one, we'd go further and then Anthony would go back and pull the other one out and then you have to come back. And, yeah, it literally took us all day. So, yeah, we we both made the most of it, the other truck driver. So we had a competition who could do the most amount of squats and um, push-ups in the day. And I think I ended up beating him. And I did, I think it was 600 squats over the day. And I think it was about 200 push-ups. And the next day, the both of us... Um, we're so sore and we were like oh my god what do we do this to ourselves for but um yeah you kind of got to make the most of every situation and like that was an awful day but we made it fun in the end so yeah it was yeah it's just just what you got to do plus you got to make your own entertainment out here (laughs) danielle look you know that's a wonderful story and and in between those lines there there's some things about things that drivers can do to really enjoy their job and, uh, and have a positive outlook on sometimes tough situations. And that positive outlook goes a long way to helping people with their mental health and their well-being. So uh, that's a, a nice example of what potentially was a disastrous day, but hey, we're mm. a little fitter, we're happier. Uh, we did some, you know, we did some physical activity and um, you might've paid for it the next day, but you know, you got, yeah. you got through the it day, was, which is great. It was worth it. I won too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're very competitive. I love it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's not often that we have an opportunity to to talk to a female driver in the industry. So I'd really like to spend a little time to get your thoughts about your journey um, in a in a male dominated industry and how's that how that has impacted and shaped you as a person, and and whether there were times that uh, your your well being was probably you know pressed a little bit while working in that space? Oh, yeah, absolutely. It has been extremely hard getting into this industry and especially with our lives so publicly out there and everyone's entitled to her opinion and that, but people can be so nasty. Um, and I get that, you know, I'm I'm a female and I might like to dress in pink and um, I have a pink truck and, you know, everything else. I do those things for myself because that's what makes me happy. I don't do it for anybody else or to make anybody else happy or to look good. Um, it's definitely about looking after me. But, yeah, I've, I've copped a lot of flack over over the years from, from men. Like, um, but... Once people like, especially when they don't know me, like a lot of people think just because they see what they see on TV or whatever that they um, know who I am, but it's actually not who I am. I might be a bit ditzy sometimes, and you know, I laugh really loud and um, everything else, but I'm actually quite smart and I'm very determined um, to give anything a go. Hence why I now drive a road train when I used to, you know. Um, with long nails and um, with nice hair and nice clothes on and um, compared to you know driving a a little buzz box on the Gold Coast Um, but yeah I I'm a hard worker and I'll I'll give it a go so once people get to know me they know that I'm not this I don't even know what some people think sometimes or what 
the picture that they paint in their head of me but it yeah they can just be so nasty and yeah it has it did start to affect my mental health and it I did crawl into a hole there for a while and didn't post anything on social media and we didn't want to do any more filming because it's not that we've been betrayed wrong but people only see bits and pieces of your life they don't see the whole thing and yeah like you ask Anthony he's the total opposite to me um you know he he doesn't have social media he doesn't have anything like that because he chooses not to like listen to those negative things and those negative people and everything else but I've learned to block it out and realize that people yes they are entitled to their opinion but maybe they should get to know me first before they um paint this picture of who I'm not I'm actually quite friendly and would take my shirt off to give to anybody and um you know, help people like if somebody's broken down on the side of the road, I'm the first to say, let's stop. You know, if somebody's struggling with um, money or, you know, needs help moving or something, I'm the first to say, let's help. So, yeah, I believe that, yeah, everyone should definitely get to know somebody before they um, paint a picture of them. Yeah, yeah no, it has been hard. Um, yeah, some males can be very mean. <laughs> females in on the other hand have been very supportive because yeah. in it, and it, I have actually helped a lot of females to get into the industry and encourage them if I can do this god anybody can and males as well like I've encouraged so many males um you know I didn't I would never have seen myself driving a road train or living in the outback or the country and remote Australia but yeah now I do and if I can do it anybody can Helping Gear is here to support you in keeping your health and well-being on track. Created by truck drivers for truck drivers, our website offers a range of practical tips, tools and resources to support you. Check out healthingear.com.au. That's healthingear.com.au for more information. Danielle, I really love the fact about you talking about how you're perceived as a, like as a person, you know, because the perception out there is that they're really, our truck drivers are, are taking, take a bit of a hammering out there. They're not seen as a, uh, an important person in the industry um, or in the community. Uh, they're not seen as, uh, you know, the, um, uh, the great, the great people you want to share the road with. They're always, there's always uh, that touch of negativity around our, our, our drivers. And uh, to, to hear you say the, the words that you did about yourself and, and the things that you're doing to be seeing, seeing yourself in a positive light uh, should be encouraged for all our drivers because they form a really important part of our, of our community and, and they do wonderful work. Yeah, absolutely. I've always idolised um, truck drivers and, you know, if the, there's no truck drivers, then the world stops pretty much. Um, and I've always, like my dad, I grew up watching my dad and my pop um, drive trucks and cranes. And, you know, I used to watch Anthony drive this big road train and I just was in awe of them because I thought it was just amazing. Um, so, yeah, I've always had much respect for um, people in this industry. So just, yeah, no, it's, it's good being a part of it. Like everybody hasn't, 
being negative or nasty like I've had a lot of and that's what I've tried to look at is like the positive comments and the positive side of things um to get me through you know I'll have I could have a hundred positive things and then one negative so that would just block it out that's really good so in uh in uh, your um journey what will what will the future look like for your family in the industry going forward no idea I don't know what's happening the next day but (laughs) this um this life we live is very interesting and we are you know a go-getting kind of family and we're not going to stop so we're definitely going to be on the road drilling still whilst we run our new farm here um but I've been told by Anthony that um I'll be carting hay and doing trips on my own soon so that that's really exciting I'm actually really looking forward to that as well so yeah there's 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 nothing that we won't try and there's nothing that we won't do so we'll we'll definitely have a go at everything really fantastic fantastic it's I think that um I think having purpose I think is a is a really important element that people um need to have when they're dealing with their mental health and well-being you know to have those things out in yes. front of you things to strive for and uh, it sounds like you've got bucket loads of it yes yeah well exactly <laughs> if you don't work hard then you're not going to you know get you can't just sit there and expect things to come to you um you need to work hard for it and you need to you know look for a brighter future and by doing that um it'll make you happier yeah, so Danielle, we've uh, we've spoken a lot about Anthony, but we also know that you have two little little young men that are part of your life. So, what's it like taking the boys on the road? Uh yeah, so I do. I have two young boys. One Theo is two, and Heath is seven. Um, and Heath does School of the Air through Alice Springs. So, um, it has been an interesting um, ride with two kids um, living, you know, in in a on a road train and um, trucking and everything else, but they're definitely um, getting the best of both worlds. Um, we feel that we're giving them that real full on life experience um, firsthand. So like I've said before, you only have one life and we're here for a good time, not a long time. So we're trying to bring them up in a, in a, an environment that um, is healthy as well as fun and exciting and, um, yeah, totally different. Very good, Danielle. It's nice to know. So, um, so who helps them with their schooling? Uh, is do you have someone that comes along with them? Yeah. So we, I was doing it in the beginning, um, and then uh, we ended up getting a governess to come with us, um, and she teaches Heath now. Um, and Theo's been quite interested in in coming in and um, doing painting and stuff, but he also likes to be outside with mum and dad. So, yeah, he's a hard little worker for a two year old. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Start them early. I love it. Yeah, that. yeah. No, well, they're very hands on. Um, they're not really inside children, so it's hard to have um, for Heath to stay inside while Theo gets to be outside and play and drill with mum and dad. So, yeah, he's um. It's been hard for Heath, I think, more than anything with having to do that now. But, you know, most of his, um, a lot of his activities we take outside so that um, he gets to, you know, do the physical side of things as well. And, you know, counting things, we could do it outside or with his horses. And, you know, he, yeah, it's, um, 
I have asked them, well, Theo, you know, he'll say yes to anything, but I have asked Heath, like, how does he like living and doing what we do? And he reckons he has the best life ever. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it all starts with having two great parents who are prepared to put a bit of time into to your kids. And, and we know that in the transport industry, a lot of the guys are out on the road uh, you know, the things that they talk about are, are, are missing some of those life events that happen for their kids as they're growing up. Yeah. But uh, you've got them yeah. right at the doorstep. Yeah. So we, yeah, we are a family unit 24 seven and that can take a toll on you too. So, but we tried to work hard for like a couple of weeks um, and knuckle down and then we'll have like a week off where we can go and um, like, whether it be at a camp draft or at the beach or hanging out with family and friends, like, yeah, we try to not be working all the time, just go real hard for a couple of weeks at a time and then have some time off so we can actually spend, like even though we're together 24-7, we, we're not actually spending quality time with each other. So that's why we try to make sure that we do have that week or so off where we can do that and relax and have fun together. Um, yeah, family's everything to us. So it's very important that we, yeah, focus on that as well. Probably. Yeah, so Denny, across our conversation today, I, I, I keep getting this sense that, which I would like to think some of our other drivers might spend a little bit of time on to help them with their well-being, and that is planning. It sounds like a lot of the things that your family does, there's a lot of thought that goes into it. You prep, and you know you make you make like you make the time for yourself. You make the time for that week off. You make the time to work through your finances and stuff. So I think you've given our people out there. Uh, some things to think about in that space yeah we'd like to yeah it's very important that you're organized and up to date and um yeah that you have a, a planning or a strategy or a budget or something in there to you know a target or something to help you to grow and and focus on and and work towards so that's yeah we're definitely well i'm i am very organized <laughs> Yes, I, I can definitely sense that you would have to be organised. Two, two large road trains, two kids, a house, a school on the road, your, your working gear. I think um, you, you guys have shown that you can do it all out on the road and, uh, and have a wonderful life. Can you share with us, uh, because, you know, Australia is such a beautiful country and such a big country. Can you, can you share uh, maybe a place that you've been that with, uh, with Anthony and the boys and yourself that you, you pulled up somewhere and you thought, wow, this place is amazing. I mean, I'm sure you've seen many, but something that might just come to light just off the top of your head. The Northern Territory has so many beautiful spots that you would never see, but um, there's one on a station up in, it's on the Northern Territory Queensland border and it's our favourite station to drill out each year, even though we get bogged there all the time <laughs> because it's so sandy, but they have like a, a little tiny little track that you can only drive a four-wheel drive on. So we park the trucks up and we go for a, a hunt and, you know, it's, and then it comes out onto your own secluded beach and we spend like a couple of days there. It's just absolutely amazing. But yeah, the Northern Territory has the Mataranka, the springs and the gorges and, oh, it's really surprising. Like you got, it's, it's like in the desert, but yeah, the Northern Territory has so many beautiful spots. The Northern Territory Tourist Commission thanks you for that plug. It's uh, pretty good. I'm sure they'll be very impressed with that. So, Danielle, 
what would be your best piece of advice for people that are involved in the industry that you think would be would help them with regards to their mental health and well-being our trucks need rest and maintenance after a big day or week on the job and so do our bodies and minds so i believe that we should take time out for ourselves and break that stigma and have a chat with a mate if you are having or you've got something on your mind i believe um, exercising and uh, walk outside and release some of those good endorphins and something that we live by pretty much i've got it tattooed on my back is um live love laugh like there's no tomorrow um and yeah just be big dream big and um be kind to one another <laughs> great pieces of advice danielle yeah i think there's something there for everybody to take away and uh and all those things would make a big difference to people's mental health and well-being i'd like to thank you very much for joining us today from uh, the beautiful uh, northern territory and uh and and chatting with us we would like to wish you and your family all the best and drive safely and take care thank you frank thanks for having me thank you for listening to today's episode I hope you enjoyed hearing about Danielle's unique experience as a truck driver and have taken on board some of her great recommendations for staying well. Make sure you subscribe if you're on Apple Podcasts or hit follow on Spotify to be notified when our next episode becomes available. In the meantime, be sure to check out Health and Gear online at www.healthandgear.com.au and follow us on Instagram at Health and Gear. Take care. Keep the wheels turning. We appreciate it.